You're listening to Siren Radio with me, Andrew David, beginning to invite lots more regular guests to the programme. And there's no more regular friends and guests than our colleagues at the HMRC. And you twitch, you think, what's he going to talk about now? Well, this is a pertinent warning, especially for a student, wherever you happen to be listening, but particularly if you're coming to Lincoln for the first time or you've arrived in Lincoln College or at Bishop Grostes University or coming later this month, returning to or first timer at the University of Lincoln. You may, of course, decide that you want to have some extra work in order to earn a bit of pocket money and things like that and make the grant go a little bit further. But you are being warned by our friends at HMRC to be very careful about scams offering all sorts of delightful things. To tell us a little bit more, I'm delighted to say joining us from HMRC is one of our friends, Liz Gilmore. Liz, welcome to Siren Radio at a time when this is a very pertinent warning, isn't it? It is indeed. And first of all, thank you for that very warm welcome. My pleasure. So what do you want students to be aware of? Okay, so very much at this time of year when college and university students are either going to college or university for the first time or returning, um, HMRC would like to warn them um, that they could possibly be at increased risk of falling victim to scams. Um, Higher numbers of students going to university this year means more young people may choose to take on part-time work um, as they may want some financial independence. Uh, We also appreciate that um, for a lot of young people, this might be the first time they've ever interacted with the HMRC and they are unfamiliar with genuine contact from the department and that could make them vulnerable to scams. Um, Just a few um, interesting facts and figures. In the past year, almost 1 million people reported scams to HMRC, and between April and May of this year, 18 to 24-year-olds reported more than 5,000 phone scams to HMRC. So you can see that um, the sort of younger age group were very much targeted by fraudsters. That just I'm just sitting here um, thinking that's an awful lot of people, the, the 1 million, but the targeting of the age group, particularly the age group that we have here listening to Siren Radio, 5,000 of them. Um, what what form do these these scams take? Is it on a mobile phone or by email or something like that? It uh, could be text, it could be phone phone calls, or it could be emails. Nearly half of all the tax scams offer fake tax refunds, and the HMRC do not offer tax refunds via text or email. If you are due a genuine tax refund, the HMRC will either have written to you or you will have approached them. So sort of uh, getting a text, an email or a phone call totally out of the blue is very, very rare and uh, people should be suspicious of that. Um, Obviously, it's uh, perhaps a lovely thing to get a tax refund (laughs) and that is what um, probably the fraudsters do play on, that people, you know, maybe get that text and think, oh, yes, it's great, HMRC are going to give me some money for once and they then go ahead and be part with our bank details or some personal details. So the criminals involved are usually trying to steal money or personal information that they can then sell on to others. And HMRC is a familiar brand and scammers then abuse our credibility to their own ends, basically. And of course, going back to what you were saying earlier, with um, young people, 18-year-olds who are coming to university for the first time, they may have had nothing to do with the HMRC. So that should flag something up that, you know, you can't be offered a refund of something when you haven't actually paid any tax. Absolutely. You know, um, 
that would sort of immediately raise suspicions if you haven't been a taxpayer and we're suddenly offering you um, a refund. You only get a tax refund, obviously, if you have paid tax in the past. And quite often, you know, there are people are due tax refunds, especially if it's the first time they've started work and they haven't used up all their tax-free allowance for the year. But to get something, a contact like that, out of the blue is really, I would say, is really quite a suspicious thing to be getting. And people should be wary of that. Now, don't take this the wrong way, but very, very infrequently have I ever been phoned up by anybody from HMRC. So again, if you get a phone call from somebody who claims to be from the HMRC, you're probably 99.9% sure that that's bogus. How do you suggest they handle it? Because um, it can be quite overwhelming when you you get a call from hmrc you you suddenly start panicking it's a bit like sort of seeing a policeman on the street isn't or in your rear view mirror when you're driving how how do you suggest do you do you just say i'm terribly sorry i know this isn't right i'm going to hang up something as simple as that absolutely and um, you know don't be ever uh, feeling sort of under pressure to give that information and mm-hmm. um, we would sort of have a, a three-step approach and our advice first of all is is to stop Take a moment to think before parting with your money or information. Don't give out private information or reply to text messages and don't download attachments or click on links and texts or emails you weren't expecting because that can uh, cause problems to your computer. And do not trust also caller IDs and phones. Numbers can be spoofed. It's okay. The next step would be to challenge. So it's okay to reject, refuse or ignore any requests. Only criminals will try to rush or panic you. Genuine HMRC staff will totally understand if you say, I'm not happy with this and going to uh, look at this further and then ring you back. Yes, I suppose ask for a number to call back on because the scammers will not want to give a number. They'll hang up, I should think, pretty quickly. So it's basically if you're not expecting something, then that should start ringing bells. Um, what if you've returned now? OK, so uh, we've got uh, first years coming back and they've reconnected with the shop or wherever and they're starting to s- sort out work there. Is there anything the shop might do with putting them back on the, the payroll that might trigger something from HMRC? Or again, is it it, it, it wouldn't ever happen like that? No, when someone starts, either starts a job for the first time or returning, um, especially if they're starting for the first time, they won't have sort of um, a P45. And if they haven't worked for quite some time as well, the P45 will be out of date. So whenever they start um, a new job, uh, the payroll department or the wages clerk or whoever's managing that part of the business will give them a starter form to fill in. And uh, once they do that, they then will, um, through time, get a notification of the tax code from HMRC. And that then is obviously genuine contact. But we would very, very rarely ring anybody out of the blue. Um, quite often, if someone has contacted us about a tax repayment, we might need to speak to them or get further information. And that is fine because you've already made the initial contact. So you wouldn't need to be so suspicious of that. But if anybody, unfortunately, has sort of fallen or feels that they have fallen um, for that scam, our advice would be for them to contact their bank immediately and yep. also report it to Action Fraud. Going back to emails, uh, something that big organisations, including the University of Lincoln, is getting us to do is be very careful about scams because people can now make email addresses look really 
absolutely spot on. Um, and indeed, I have to admit, I've been drawn in and I've had to pay the consequences in, in money that's lost from my account. Uh, so I am now incredibly cautious. And I know about this hanging over the address, uh, the email address to check. If you get something from HMRC, it will come up in a very specific way, won't it? Yes. But again, fraudsters can be very clever and they can spoof that as well, too. So whilst you can sort of look at it and feel it is genuine, again, if it's total out of the blue contact, I would advise anybody to just be very suspicious of that. Take some time and perhaps contact HMRC directly to check that it is a genuine contact. Of course, it goes against the grain because we, we like to trust people, don't we? We like to be open and friendly. We don't like to be aggressive and horrible and questioning like me as a journalist. So it, it, it is very difficult. And again, if you're a young person who's not experienced this sort of thing before, you can very easily get drawn in. Absolutely. As I said earlier, it probably is their first contact with HMRC and they probably will have contact for, with HMRC for the rest of their, their working <laughs> life. But um, at the very beginning, um, it, can, it can be quite daunting, to be fair. But if in doubt, our advice is do not reply directly to anything suspicious, but contact HMRC, HMRC through gov.uk straight away. If you go on to gov.uk and search for HMRC scam, you will get lots of useful information. And also there are some examples of previous fraudulent attempts as well, which can be very helpful. So just give us that contact email, um, website again. If they want more details about this, where should they go? It's gov.uk. And then if they search for HMRC scam. Excellent. That's very straightforward. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to obviously have this discussion running all the way through the month because the students are returning right up to the beginning of October. We'll also put this onto our podcast website. So if you want more information and you didn't have a chance to write it down, just go and have a look at our podcast, which is sirenradio.podbean.com, and you'll find all the details there. Once again, Liz, thank you ever so much indeed for joining us here on Siren Radio. And can I wish you all the best? Thank you very much.